We start right now with a guy that's on this time every Wednesday at this time because he's great. He spent the better part of uh, about four decades as a great congressman out on Long Island and is a dear friend of uh, both mine and Bernie. And, of course, has his own show, I believe, on the FM dial on Saturday afternoons with the judge. And he is the very smart and very talented congressman, Peter King. Pete, good morning, buddy. How are you? It's always great talking to you. And listen, i got to correct one thing. Otherwise, the judge will be mad at me. The show is also on Sunday morning at 6 o'clock on WABC. So it's Saturday afternoon on WLIR at 4 o'clock, and Sunday morning it's repeated at 6 o'clock on uh, WABC. So uh, wow. otherwise, Judge Weinberg will be all over me, and he'll hold me in contempt. Like he used to go after your wife. Well, he yelled, I know. He yelled at Danielle every time. He, he refuses to admit that. He's, he's like Alvin Bragg, but he, he did do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one thing, Peter, before we get to the Alvin Bragg stuff and all that, sure. we did not cover this a couple of weeks ago, and it's been bothering me. Being uh, When I think of the Islanders, I think of you, because you signed that lease at the Nassau Coliseum. We had Michael Rosioni on, uh, on yesterday. He was talking about Kenny Morrow. Morrow went on to win four cups with the Islanders. You're Mr. New York Islander. We lost Clark Gillies two weeks ago. That must have been a big deal for you. Yeah, it was. In fact, I have... Uh been talking with Clark Gillies the night the uh, uh, Islanders opened at the new arena, and he looked oh. great. He seemed in great shape. You know, we spoke for a few minutes. Uh, I didn't know him well. We knew each other well enough that any time we'd see each other, we'd stop and talk for a while. No, and he took a nice picture of my grand with my son. Uh, again, he, he seemed great, and he had none of the uh, traits that sometimes somebody has when they're sick or they're uh, having trouble. Like he, he looked perfectly in great good health. He looked like he had another good thirty or forty years in him. So wow. no, that was. And by the way, Clark Gillies was a great guy. That was true of a number of those Islanders. They stayed living on Long Island. Clark Gillies was involved in so many different charities. I know he was involved with nine uh, eleven with kids groups. Uh, he was just great. Just a great guy. Uh, he really want you, you know, what you would want in a neighbor and a friend. Uh, and a great, great face of the uh, New York Islanders. But he and uh, you back to Brian Trottier, Mike Bobby Nice, Bobby Nice from still lives on Long Island. Uh, a great guy. Uh, no, they were really wonderful, you know, wonderful people. They were the, really the golden years of hockey. And also, you know, not to give myself too much credit, because there's about eight other names on that uh, lease too. Back in 1972, I guess it was we signed it. Yeah, at that time, uh, Roy Bow owned the uh, yeah. New York yep. And, uh, yep. Islanders, and also the Nets he owned. Oh, hey, that's you right. got traded away Julius Serving. You know? That's right. Julius Serving was on that team. That's true. Uh, those were the golden years, no doubt. So when Clark Gillies did pass away, God rest his soul, I did think about you, Peter. Uh, and that was the same night that uh, uh, the detective uh, uh, was shot in Harlem, Jason Rivera and uh, 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 Wilbur Mora. Same night that they were shot, Clark Gillies died you know, right around the same time. Oh, that Friday night. Wow, that yeah. Friday night in Harlem. That's right. It was the same night. Maybe that's why it kind of got glossed over because he did deserve his day in the sun. He was, you know, again, they had all those skillful players. You mentioned Bossy and Trottier and Yari, uh, Yari Curry. Excuse me. Uh, they had uh, the, the goalie, Billy Smith. But these tough guys, you know, guys like uh, Clark Gillies and Bobby Nystrom and uh, Butch Goring, uh, those guys certainly uh, put a beating on you. And uh, that was a, a great team. And God rest his soul, Clark Gillies. Let's get to the, the issue at hand on yeah. your Instagram yesterday. Yesterday, you talked about Alvin Bragg, and you said, listen, this guy came out. He said, we're not going to prosecute anybody unless you kill somebody or rape somebody. You can basically do whatever you want. Now he's done a bit, a bit of a 180. He said, well, if you rob a store with a gun, you're going to be in trouble. But on your Instagram, I thought it was very smart. You said, let's make sure, let's make sure that Alvin Bragg keeps his word and is more like he was last week than he was a month and a half ago. You didn't seem to be all that confident that was going to be the case. 
No, I'm not. Listen, he was he was backing down to pressure, uh, but I just feel that the first opportunity, or even he may not even be aware of it. I mean, that seems to be in his blood. He is a, like a, a lifelong progressive. Almost. He was a progressive before they were progressives. So that that's what he's wanted to do for his whole legal career to go easy on crime, to somehow blame the cops, to say as uh, you know, Senator Kennedy said before that the problem can't be the person himself, can't be the, uh, you know, the criminal himself. It's always somebody else. So I think Alvin Bragg. In some ways, I don't know if he can help himself, but it's important to watch him stay on him because, let's face it, Governor Hochul is not going to remove him, but the, but, you know, the stronger the case we can make against him, the better it's going to be. And watch him because, again, he did back down now under pressure. I think he'll try and get away with it again unless we keep the pressure on him. Let's handicap what you think Governor Hochul is going to say today. We know that the business mask mandate is set to expire tomorrow. I think she'll let it expire. I think businesses will go maskless. Uh, But the bigger question is our kids, like my son Gabriel, still wearing a mask in school. When is that going to change? What do you think? Yeah, listen, I have not been as opposed to masks overall as you have, but the time for them is long gone. With kids, I don't know if if it ever served a purpose with school kids to have them wearing masks. This should have ended months ago, if not a year ago. Uh, So I think, though, she can't look like she's backing down to Bruce Blakeman, because Bruce has really been out front on this. He, really, he was the one who really, really went out and made a, uh, a total war out of this. I've got to give you credit there, because you came on and you touted Ann Donnelly uh, over Kaminsky, and you really did tout Blakeman over Corn. And I still like Laura. I like her a lot. But you were right. This Bruce Blakeman, he is no joke. No, I, I, I thought you know, Bruce was a great candidate. And like you, I, I had a tremendous respect for Laura Carr, and I still consider her a very good friend. But I said all along that Bruce was a very, very good candidate when the media and others were sort of running him down. I, I think uh, Kathy Hochul will probably uh, say the kids have to wear the mask until a certain date, and then she's going to restudy it. Uh, otherwise, it looks like she's giving in to Blakeman. She's just following with uh, Governor Murphy in Jersey. So I, I think she's going to delay it a bit longer. But she, you know, she has to change on this. I mean, it's really, it's really damaging the kid. Listen, to adults, maybe it's annoying to wear a mask. Who needs it? But... When it comes to kids, I think it's having a severe psychological impact. We can end up losing a generation because of this. I mean, so much when you're a kid is facial expression, having contact. Now kids walking around with masks. Also, it makes them a bunch of uh, uh, just scared, scared of their own life. Just, uh, yeah, you're raising a generation of kids who are going to grow up scared. They're going to be hypochondriacs. They're going to see a disease or a, uh, illness anywhere they go. So they have to, you have to toughen kids up. And from all the numbers you see, all the stats you see, the danger to kids is absolutely minimal. If they don't wear a mask, if they do wear it, I think you'll see more and more psychological, severe psycho, psychological reactions, which are going to spill over into uh, physical reactions. Now, being you were such a uh, great uh, man when it came to the Homeland Security, uh, let's take this thing overseas now. Ukraine, Russia, still a huge conversation a lot of folks, of course, think that Putin and Biden, that's, that's an unfair fight, let's be honest. But Biden didn't come out and say, let me tell you something, if Russia invades Ukraine, if they do that, I'm going to suspend the pipeline operations, which he never should have allowed in the first place, and he should have kept the keystone going here absolutely. in this country, absolutely is right. But uh, what do you think about uh, Joe Biden's latest threat for Putin and the Russians? Well, the problem is, I don't think the Russians take him that seriously. I don't think we'd be having this issue with uh, Ukraine this level if if it weren't for Afghanistan. I think they saw weakness in Afghanistan. They saw weakness when it came to dealing with Iran. And Putin felt that this was his time to move. And uh, listen, I think it is significant over there because it's more than Ukraine is involved. You see now Russia is allying itself, aligning itself with China. 
China is expanding everywhere economically. They're uh, threatening uh, militarily. And if Russia can take Ukraine, that's going to give them such a hold over Europe because countries like Germany, you know, they're not going to continue to stand up to Russia economically. Russia will turn off their energy. And that's, again, why it was so self-defeating and so self-destructive for President Trump to uh, cancel our pipeline, to allow the uh, uh, you know, Russian pipeline to go through. And uh, that takes us from energy independence to dependence, but also it made the rest of the world uh, more dependent on Russia, which builds up their economy at our expense. The whole thing was madness. So, listen, I think it's important to stand with the president during the foreign crisis. Uh, I think the weakness right now, though, is in countries like Russia, don't think he's for real. Now, listen, if they do get it, and also Russia, uh, NATO, NATO to a large extent, uh, when it comes to NATO, there's really two or three countries that you know, you know, do much at all. The rest of them just sort of talk, and they uh, maybe talk a good game, not even talk a good game. So uh, this is going to be tough. And listen, Donald Trump, whatever false people say he had, nobody messed with him. Nobody moved troops anywhere when Donald Trump was the president. That's true. All the talk about how uh, Putin had Trump under his uh, thumb and all that stuff, first of all, it was nonsense to begin with. But even just looking at the record, I mean, he gave the Ukrainians uh, strong uh, defensive weapons, and Putin didn't move an inch when Donald Trump was the president. I want to ask you one more question about Nancy Pelosi. You know, Newsmax did a whole uh, expose on her a couple nights ago, and it uh, turns out she's worth about a quarter of a billion, quarter of a billion dollars, made about $30 million on a stock deal a couple of weeks ago. Her son has been making tons and tons of money, too, both, I guess, under investigation. And she comes out and tells the Olympians uh, in China, just play the games, basically, and shut up. In the spirit of Laura Ingram, right? Shut up and dribble. Just play the games and, uh, and shut up. People are trying to figure out what her motivation is, why she would say something like that. She said, oh, I'm worried for their safety. We know that's not true. What do you think Nancy Pelosi's motivation is making that comment? I I think basically uh, she is very liberal. She uh, doesn't want to have a chance of any kind of trouble. And uh, as far as her investments, I mean, I've known Nancy Pelosi long before she was Speaker. Her husband is a very successful developer. I mean, I've known him, again, only in in, in Congress at different uh, uh, social meetings. So, again, that's up to somebody else to investigate. Uh, but as far as – this is typical, I think, of the Nancy Pelosi philosophy of don't antagonize people except Donald Trump and Republicans. But other than that, right. uh, she, you know, she's willing to go along with uh, uh, you know, don't offend China, don't offend anyone. And uh, uh, she always projects weakness rather than strength when it comes to foreign policy. On the way out, one more time, Peter King, after another great appearance. You're so magnificent on this show. Promote your uh, Saturday afternoon and Sunday morning shows with the judge. Yeah, uh, Judge Weinberg is a great guy. It's on uh, 4 p.m. on Saturdays with uh, on WLIR 107.1 FM and Sunday morning on WABC 77 AM. Our guest this week is Kevin McCaffrey, who's the presiding officer of the Suffolk County uh, Legislature. And also, let me tell you, I, I listened to Bo Deedle on your show yesterday. That, that guy is phenomenal. Uh, more people have to make more use of Bo. Again, he's great to hear him on radio, but also one-on-one meeting with him, I, I think is a real plus to find out what should be done as far as fighting crime in this city. Well, he has actually volunteered. Uh, he, he called out Eric Adams, didn't call him out in a bad way. He said, Eric, if you need me, if you want me, I am here to help this city. So to your point, Peter King, he has volunteered his services. He has not yet heard from Eric Adams. You're both great. Bo's great. You're great. Thank you again for a great Wednesday morning appearance. Have a great week. We'll talk again said, soon. You too. Thank you, buddy. Bernie next week. Uh, you're yeah. the man. There he is. Peter King, everybody, the great congressman out of Long Island.